0: Welcome to the Get Offset Podcast. My name is Emily. I'm Dan. And, uh, hey, sister, flow, sister, gotta make that dough, sister. I'm Joan of <laughs> And that was Joan of Heart with the screen violence. Uh, I apologize to either of you if that intro was really loud. I don't even know if you could hear it. No.
1: It was quiet. Yeah, i barely heard it. Couldn't so. hear it. Nope.
0: <laughs> uh, always fun things. This is we're still pretty new on Riverside.fm. Um, but it seems like a pretty cool little podcasty tool. And uh so <laughs> thanks to everyone who's like uh, for their patience while we're figuring that one. <laughs> Very
2: much thank you for your patience.
0: <laughs> Affiliate link in description. <laughs> Always got to say that. Um, Great. Well, we're here with Dan of Dan Explains It All from Old Blood Noise Endeavors. Hi, Dan.
1: Hello. It's good to be here. So,
0: it's good to have you it's been a while since you've been on the show we were just uh talking about that and we couldn't remember exactly where it was but there was a funny story if I remember
1: correctly <laughs> yeah so it was a few years ago at this point I can't recall but I my uh, my dog olive made a cameo uh, it was one of the first times I'd actually been on a podcast and I was really excited that she got to be the star of the show because <laughs> you, you said, I can't remember we, I, whatever pedal we were talking about you were like I want to hear what olive has to think and then she just barked like on <laughs> command like I'm sure there was some noise Noise next door, you know, but it was a it was a good moment. So.
0: No, she was talking about her favorite old blood noise. Devil's yeah. yeah, she was like, Clearly. "I'm here,
1: I'm She's here." Like,
0: I like yeah. the haunt. I like the haunt.
1: The, haunt. the Dogs on it.
0: Hunt, hunt, fork. <laughs> I like that people, depending on what kind of animal person somebody is, they they think it's a different animal on the haunt. Like I had someone yeah. thought it was cats. <laughs> oh, I wish it was cats. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> should do a limited get offset version with cats on it instead. Oh, yep. there we go. Just 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 cats. Just a, just, just a cloud of cats.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like whenever people say like I love the cats on it, we just go, Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah, there's, there's no need to tell them it's wolves. They love that it's no, cats. That's great. No, exactly. well, I that oh out. I thought see, I
0: thought it was foxes or coyotes. <laughs> see <laughs> everyone's is it just it's different a quadruped different. every time.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah, I I
0: could have I could have seen the foxes. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. I mean, they're dog ish. Ish. Yeah. Are they closer yeah, to dogs? I think they're closer to dogs than cats. They're like a weird. They feel like a combination for some reason. <laughs> Behavior wise, I think they're more like cats.
2: Kind
0: of. Yeah. Are, do- are foxes more like dogs or cats? Oh, that auto filled. Yeah, it already Are uh, they related to. It literally says, Joe, you got it 100%. Foxes are related to dogs, but act like cats. Yes. There we go. <laughs> yeah, wow. I follow, I've, on Instagram, I
2: follow it, uh, Juniper, that fox. She's so cute. She makes these little oh, squeal yeah. noises. Yeah. I love her.
0: <laughs> Every once in a while, like I hear <laughs> or read about someone who keeps a fox as a pet. And I, one thing that I keep hearing is that they're just extremely stinky. Like, Unholy that's like what how raccoons, they are.
2: Raccoons are too. Yeah. I fostered one when I was yeah. younger
0: for like a couple of months. And yeah, they can be. That sounds like something my grandfather would have done. My grandfather owned a had a a pet squirrel named Cuddy, oh. slept in the bed with him. Oh my god, that's oh. so cute. Yes, that is some country folk stuff. Yeah. Uh, I, quick thanks I, to Sure microphones while I have this mm-hmm. in the shot. They sent me an MV7. It's actually pretty nice. Product Thanks. placement. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's placed. It's in there. It's right here. <laughs> I don't know if people will see it with the crop. Um, yeah, but normally we start the podcast kind of sharing what things are new. I think I can guess what's new for Dan, but I would love to share if that's cool. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. Awesome. Oh, yay. In addition to uh, the the float, I <laughs> this is my new thing this week. Oh, it is, I love that. This is a squire cyclone uh refinished by a person named Cat. Uh I think it's k.r.e I don't know. I'll tag them. Yeah. Um but I asked uh Cat to refinish my guitar. And I just all. At first, of all, I was like, I just want purple. Like, I want you to do your thing. And she was like, It's normally kind of like natural designs. I'm like, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And she said, Well, what what kind of things do you like? I'm like, Well, I love my cat. And she asked for pictures. And so, uh, for those who are listening, check out the the realited on Instagram to see it. But it is a purple, like a I would call that like a lilac to lavender mm-hmm. uh, base. With a mountain scene. It looks like a lake, trees, and then my cat in the foreground just looking so peaceful and happy. She's so adorable. Yeah, I
1: love that. I love this. Yeah, that is excellent. Mm -hmm.
0: I normally like pink guitars, but my singer also has a pink cyclone, so I could never, I didn't want it to be like too much of the exact same guitar. Uh, So I was happy. And also that one got damaged when all my guitars, when that guitar fell off the wall, it got a little bit damaged. So Hmm. I wanted to refinish it anyway. And I saw Kat's art and I just had to. So so whenever they open up commissions, again, I think people should check that out.
1: No, definitely. I I have more lavender guitars in the world too. So that's, yeah. I agree. (laughs)
0: Have you seen my Freya, Dan?
1: Yeah, it looks yeah. amazing. I love that Freya. Yeah.
0: I didn't know how much I needed that exact guitar in my life. <laughs> but um yeah, so that that's uh what's been new with me. Uh Joe, do you wanna you wanna go? Was, keeping in mind this is airing on Tuesday. Yes. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess my new thing is that I finally finished
2: the uh, Maw demo after three months of arduous labor. Yeah. So,
0: yay. <laughs> Congratulations. Finally. I haven't watched the whole thing yet, <laughs> but yes, and- it's on my schedule for today. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I still I need sent,
1: to finish it as well, but it's, it's amazing.
2: <laughs> yeah. I sent, I sent a few people, some like links beforehand, just kind of to like, you know, beforehand kind of giggle about some things. Uh, I think really people are going to be hyped and excited. You're going to laugh. Like it is in some ways, uh, absurd and endearing. <laughs> like, um, like the best those are. Yes, yes, they are. Um, so I'm thinking about uh, August 6th, Saturday, um, releasing that demo at around 3 p.m. So um, I'll be still working this week, obviously. You know, here ye, here ye. But, you know, doing my uh, rounds of telling people. Um, but mm-hmm. I am definitely looking forward to that, and I love the premieres because I get to watch people react to things in real time. And I really enjoyed that when I did the sunlight because that was the first one I did. Um, just seeing everyone react to the voice. And that's why I've kind of hidden the voice so that when the demo releases, that's kind of like the voice unveil. You get that shock of like hearing the character, their personality and like everything that comes out. But unlike the other demos, there's three voices with this one. So you have the big mouth. It's very Little Shop of horse. You have the big mouth and then you have the two mouths that are like uh, supporting singers like you know uh yeah we're we're having fun over here with it the demo's done we're still like me and my partner are finding ways in the day to kind of like quote it to each other now like in conversation it's definitely something that I think like sunlight I've seen a few memes go around that are you know pretty wholesome and funny but uh I hope it's something that you send to your friends and just start like quoting as a joke to each other like that's if it does something like that, it's doing a good ripple. People are having fun. That's that's why I do it.
0: Oh, totally. I'm sad. I don't know if I'll be able to make the premiere. I'll be in Canada. Wow. <laughs> uh, for a little music festival. First music festival since the the pandemic. And hopefully oh, nice. I'll get to see uh, Nicola Loznak and Meredith Coloma uh, and maybe some other friends up oh, there. Those are both... Awesome. Uh, yeah, builders. And, and Nicole does a lot of repairs, but she's been building more guitars and I'm really excited to like to see some of them. Yeah, that should be fun. Yes. Yeah. Don't yeah. worry about my premiere. Like, go have fun. <laughs> it <laughs> might it might happen. But uh, Dan, what's new with yes. you?
1: Well, yeah, we uh, put out Float this week Yeah. Um, after a very long time in development <laughs> how long so
0: how long was it
1: so it we were trying to track this back when we were making videos to like you know tell the story of it um, hmm. and we found a i think it was September 2019 a slack channel was made and brady wow. said hey guys andy has a filter idea because <laughs> um, basically andy offling had this idea for um uh, just how, a filter pedal idea, um, with kind of a list of, and it could do this and it could do this. Yeah. And, um, he, so we made a Slack channel and started talking about it. And then January of 2020, that, uh, the last, last name I was at, the last name Oldwood was at, um, we all just kind of had a lunch together where we were chatting more about it. Uh, and so then I think I kind of started in earnest working on it, like February or March of 2020. And so a wow. lot of the development happened like, yeah, right in, before in it this all very went down. Room. Yeah, because um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm in just my like home office area, so that's this is this is where a lot of float was designed. <laughs> um, that's and then, where
0: the magic started.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and it was like just supply chain stuff or things like we, um, hmm. you know, float probably could have come out earlier this year, but we had we wanted to do screen violence like before churches was about to go on tour, and so we thought, mm-hmm. okay, well, let's focus on that, and we'll put. So there was just it was like in development for a long time, and then there were supply chain things. And then just kind of overall scheduling to make sure that we could, you know, put our kind of put our full weight into it when it was time. And yeah, last, uh, last Thursday I finally came out. So it's been just fun seeing what people do with it. Uh, cause it, uh, I feel so intimately familiar with it. So it's nice to hear <laughs> other people play it. Now. <laughs> yeah, there
0: was, uh, there were some really great demos and so um, Emily Hopkins and oh my God, I'm going to be so embarrassed names
2: Andy as well
0: Andy of course yes uh <laughs> wow <laughs> usually my brain works a little bit better than this but I'm just gonna look them up on YouTube perhaps
1: yeah I'm blanking right now too yeah, Matt yes. Lowry had one Matt uh, um, that's what I was
0: thinking Matt Matt Lowry class. that was a good one too Jason working, working class musician. music yeah, yeah. Yes. Jason yeah. Jason, yeah. Jason did that one solo yeah. but he did it with sense too which was really cool yeah
1: yeah Yeah, Yeah, that's another thing. I'm, you know, I just always play guitar. And so a lot of product development is like how it works with a guitar, kind of with fingers crossed that it'll work with other stuff, too. Uh, So it's been really fun seeing it getting more explored with, you know, synths Mm -hmm. and things like that.
0: Yeah, the one thing I didn't do is I didn't try it on bass, because by then, (laughs) Timo was already pretty long. And I was like, not doing this to people. I also had to film it. It's it, it was so hot in Seattle basically like when I was starting to film until like the day this episode comes out that uh, I had to wake up early to go downstairs and uh, film it through d- direct. I had to do a direct uh, thing just to not be rude to the neighbors at six in the morning um, because it was going to get like too hot to – I'd just be like sweating and stuff if I had waited to do okay. it like after work, like I usually do for like a, for like so, dream. <laughs> I was like, "It's it's I I, I gotta wrap it up. This is already twenty minutes. It's already and actually I cut I cut stuff to make it shorter. So y'all are welcome. It was it took thirty minutes of filming. Uh, so i filming. I know I like I really want to just go ahead and edit it be, just to make sure that uh, everything worked because sometimes you don't hear things until you're in editing and you're like, ah, I should really redo that. Yeah. And then I was like, eh, and then I got, I got to start work.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a lot, there's a lot to cover in it. Like the Dan explains it all is like by far the longest one that we've done. I think it was 30, 32 or 33 minutes. Yeah. I think And it was there's about still like, okay. Yeah. There's okay. still like, Settings that we didn't get to, or like I felt like at the end of it, it was basically like, okay, so that's how all the controls work, but we didn't even have time to show how, like, here are some cool sounds you can make with it. Right. You know, it's like there's interesting sounds happening, mm-hmm. but it takes it feels like it takes half an hour to explain the thing, and then you get to start having fun with it. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot I, to unpack sh- with, with that pedal.
0: Yeah, uh, and I- uh, that's that's kind of the route I took in filming my demo is like, I was like, here's where I think you should start because I tried starting a few different ways. And it just wasn't clicking. So I hope that the way I started uh, helps somebody else when they're starting is kind of the big thing. Like I'm like, let's just start. Let's start with fixed filters. Let's start pull everything else off the table. Let's just hear how you can have like a low pass on one side, a high pass on the other, and how the cutoff stuff works and resonance. Yeah, I think that's a
1: great approach to it. Yeah.
0: Thank you. Yeah. And then, uh, but you got to expression pedals in yours, didn't you? expression
1: did you uh, we mentioned it yeah yeah we yeah. Uh, that was another one of those things where it's like and you can plug in expression and it could control uh you know the cutoff or the rate or the you know one on one side one on the other side or one on, you know uh, and then it's just like, but anyway here's it controlling both cutoffs okay next thing <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my god but yeah what? that's a fun thing like you can use it as like you can kind of make it a wah pedal if you connect like a classic expression pedal um to just a fixed filter you know that now now it acts like a wah pedal and i think yeah. that's like was one of the things throughout the process that we wanted to do is, like, capture a bunch of expected sounds, uh, despite the fact that it can do so many unexpected things. You know, the idea of it was to expand mm. the concept of what a filter pedal could do. You know, Andy's initial kind of idea was just like, yeah, it's like these two mil- two filters and they could just be moving super slowly and just kind of in unexpected ways. And it was like, yes, I love all of that. But also I want it to do classic envelope filter. Uh, we should probably have an expression control to make it do the wah thing, you know, making sure yeah. that it ticks all the kind of expected boxes as well.
0: Yeah. And even that um, envelope filter does some pretty unexpected things. That random mode, yeah. uh, when it's on random, it's that's so cool. <laughs> it, it made me smile when I was uh, messing with it the first time. I was like, OK, I I like that.
1: That's yeah, excellent just- to hear.
0: Just watching the demo just
2: always gets me laughing and smiling, though, like the Dan explains it all when you're doing uh, I think it's the water scene when you're basically doing the um, ins and outs to do the series mode. I love how much that changed and also the way in which the, exp, you yeah. know, it synced. I've heard is amazing, like in doing that. Someone else did that. I think it was Andy that did that. Um, and the other thing, which is totally awesome is the fact that you guys were doing that slider, like moving magically by itself. (laughs) There were so many wonderful things about the creativity in that demo. I just enjoyed the, was it the ocean scene? That was my favorite one.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That was that was the first kind of little bit of it I saw. I think I like walked in while Seth was working on that. I saw those waves in front of us. (laughs) Got really excited. Yeah,
2: I I was already looking at it and going. I kind of see the way he did it, and I was like, if I ever do a pedal that has a theme under like underwater, and I'm like, I kind of want to do that. Yeah.
0: I I have one question about the float, and Hmm. it's this gorgeous artwork. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Because I was really curious everyone
2: loved yeah. the art
0: that's all i heard a
2: lot of the times yeah. is this, oh my god i love the art yeah the art's so beautiful
1: yeah so that's that's an artist named eric knifler who has done just all kinds of great stuff uh he, he works with chase bliss now um and he's done i mean you just follow him and see all kinds of cool stuff um i and so that that was actually a conversation that i wasn't really a part of that's uh, you know usually seth our creative director uh will kind of uh, he'll just kind of connect with artists in various ways and you know at some point you reach the the moments of like, Oh, should we, you know, work on a pedal together? You know, would you be interested in doing a pedal design for old blood? Because, um, that's one thing that I, I don't know how many people know that for each pedal, we're working with a different artist. There's a, there is kind of a cohesion to it. And that's because of like Seth's, you know, creative guidance, but ultimately each one has its own kind of voice and style. Um, but yeah, I don't, so I don't know how the conversation started with Eric Neifler. but in that case we actually had the art really early on. Like the art was, Basically done in 2020. Wow. Uh, and we had the we had kind of the hardware layout and the artwork and everything was done by the end of 2020. It mm. was just the all the specifics of the programming and the the eliminating some noise issues and then supply chain stuff. Once we figured out what we needed, realizing that it wasn't available, as so we should get some other stuff instead. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. um, but we yeah, so it. we've had that. Yeah, we've had that artwork for a very long time uh, and have. Uh, like always loved it and I think that that's another part of why we were excited to get float out there because it's like this might be the coolest pedal we've done like visually it
0: really yeah. is and joe there are four mouths on it I yeah just up the ante for me guys just up the ante you know you had three mouths but here there is four mouths and their profile I, I loved Like, and it's just sort of imagining you put more and more mouths on your puddles to make more and more work for Joe. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) They're like, hey, you know what? We think
2: this is a learning experience for her. It's great. Challenges how you grow. Yeah, let's put another mouth on there.
0: (laughs) Yeah. How many mouths? Never too many mouths.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, not at all. I, I, yeah. I mean, I was excited in hearing about this. And I love even how the Discord, you guys had like a hangman for a while of like, the uh, members yes. were trying to guess like with vowels. Was it wrong answers just, only? Is that sometimes the one? it was. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes it was wrong answers only. Sometimes it, it, somebody did eventually get it, but it was really, really funny how everyone was trying to guess it. And uh, yeah, this it's just as far as everything that i've watched so far um i really love how the two filters can work together like with the dynamics in let's say if you have filter one you have the dynamics set to if you strike it pretty hard it's really reactive and then on filter two it can kind of be like a slow moving in between so it's kind of like a um, strike of like a not a harsh but really dramatic envelope filter, and then in between you have this kind of uh, warbly wub wub in between. Oh like yeah, each. like that's so Like what so Emily cool. Hopkins
0: did with uh, where she sent the low notes through the screen violence. That sounded so cool. Yeah, yeah the more that I watched these demos, I think I told uh maybe I might have told you yesterday and I
2: was like this is uh, you know I'm prepping obviously uh before you know we have this interview but I'm like I don't know if I should keep watching these I didn't know that I needed this but now I'm starting to think <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is a slippery slope <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with it it's you know,
2: <laughs> like Pokemon gotta catch them all
0: <laughs> yeah yep. well that's that's how it feels sometimes I mean <laughs> yeah, it is yeah they don't see i have some of those sitio crates and i have pedals in those too and i dig through i do dig through them like all the time like i had a show on um friday i was playing with a um my former keyboard player, Brittany Danielle, she was doing a, mm. a full band show. Her regular guitarist couldn't make it. Neither could her regular bassist or drummer. So it was a completely new band. We never <laughs> played together before. Oh. Um, but it was great. Sean Crawford, my friend Sean, was there. And But before the show, I was just digging through. I'm like, I need, all I need, I know, is a gain... Or boosts and an over and like a distortion or overdrive, and so I was just like going through, pulling out all the gain pedals and and testing them, see what sounded best with the Freya and the amp. And uh, <laughs> I I don't know when I'll get if I'll ever get back to being in a place with a band where I can just have one pedal board. I have to build them for every show still. <laughs> yeah, and I have to build one for the show I'm playing on Thursday uh, at the Royal Room in Seattle a so Women of Country showcase tribute and listening to some of these songs I'm like okay so last time i really just needed a tremolo a slapback back delay and an overdrive this time i mean need, need like a chorus and a phaser. <laughs> Like, a, yeah because it's like a like 80s country so it sounds very different than the other stuff i was playing I'm like oh cool i get to dust out some new pedals but oof, man it would be nice to just have the one
1: yeah Mm -hmm. I think we all dream of the board that does it all but then ultimately I think if we if we were stuck with one board all the time we'd be like oh but I don't think it actually does it all (laughs) you you always want something (laughs) something new
0: exactly push you in a different direction or is it such a curious pedals around in a picnic basket yep yeah (laughs) (laughs) I want pictures picnic
1: basket
2: (laughs) Oh my god, that totally reminds me of like Hanna Barbera. Hey, woo whoa, what's in the picnic basket?
0: Oh, Yogi Bear. When I worked at a theme park, the first when I was growing up, it was Hanna Barbera Land, and it was still that way when I worked there. Uh, and we called all the kids Hanna Barbarians. Oh, it's 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 endearing, but it's true. When I found out there was a band named Hanna Barbarians, I was like, good name. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, that good is a
0: name. good Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You miss that trademark like stamp. <laughs> yeah. So the float can do a lot. And uh, <laughs> when we were talking about this before, it's 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 funny and not necessarily ha ha kind of way. No matter what demo you do in your demo, there's going to be people who are mad that you didn't do specific things. <laughs> and like expression control just a random example that has no um nothing real is happening uh it's not based on a true person or an event but um like people can get real salty if you don't use expression or stuff um the thing is like pedals like like there are some pedals where you can cover everything pretty much it's just what's what's within the pedal but you're still missing on like how it can react to other pedals different amps like you cannot do a fully comprehensive demo by yourself and that's why there are multiple demo artists (laughs) yeah Yeah, ultimately it's like
1: yeah well i was just gonna say even if you have even if you showcase kind of all the pedal is capable of it's like you're gonna have oh but how does it sound on bass okay well great you played it on bass but how does it sound on drums or on a drum machine or maybe saxophone or you know there's so many different ways to process
2: Or voice. not only the sound that
1: comes out of it but what sound you're starting yeah. with and so it's yeah it's 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 tough to capture everything yeah it's,
0: sense yeah. uh that's why i love watching other people's demos to see what they do because mm-hmm. yeah because i know i did completely true stereo i know working class music did dual amps like in stuff that emily and rusted emily hopkins and rusted uh just so so different and i'm really glad that they did I, I i and that's one of the things i love about the community of demo artists we all do Different, different things we have our different that. ways to think about the petals and different takes because if they're all the same why would you why would you send out multiple pedals to multiple yeah. demo artists? Yeah. Exactly.
2: Yeah. And I mean, yeah. even still, there's there's another demo artist that does like some animated stuff too. But again, like, I'm going to be different than them. You're going to be different than me. Like, everybody adds their own unique element. So that's why anyone's like, yeah, I'm going to start demos. So it's like, yeah, go ahead, do it. Like, that's great. More voices, more creativity. You find a pedal. Maybe, of course, like with the mall, I. Demonstrated it in ways that I had not seen it done before. So that was my approach because I saw some of the other demos, something that maybe I could do to kind of take it in a different direction. So I really think the more people that are doing this, I mean, hey, expression wise, if I may not get to that, you know what? Life is an experience, life is an adventure. I want you to find out what the expression is and art and music is subjective. What I think I'd do with that is completely different than what you would do with that. So everything is valid. Everything is fair. game.
0: go have fun. Be curious like a child. Explore. Yes, I... Absolutely. I... There's a Nico Kay song where she talks about, um, like, going past uh, a venue that there'd be music coming out and she would hear the sound and wonder how it was made. And I... And, uh, and then you kind of lose that wonder. And I've talked about this before, losing wonder. And I, it's just one of those things I hope I never lose completely. Uh, just being in awe of something and not knowing how it was made. Mm. Yeah. No. It gets harder to do that the more you know about a thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you to, yeah, you have to find wonder in in different ways. Like I mean that that was another part of the float process, is I was like, I don't really use filter pedals. So being tasked with designing a filter pedal that uh does new things, it's like, okay, well, wait, what do the old ones do? You know, what do they sound like? Or what is this entirely new genre? Um and the I feel like the just like the nature of two filters running in parallel or in stereo, you start to unlock things like, oh, this can be a panning tremolo or when the filters are moving past each other and like one's high pass and one's low pass and they're in mono, it starts to sound like a phaser. And I still couldn't tell you why that is. I understand that there's some phase difference happening as they get filtered and it creates that sound, but I don't really know why. And it's like, so to be able to get deep into a pedal of like okay let's do analog let's figure out how to make a good analog filter okay this sounds good now let's digitally control it so we can unlock the the whole swath of, of ideas that, that uh, Andy came to us with um, once you get that in motion you then go oh wait this all sounds brand new to me like and I, technically I engineered this thing but I'm still surprised by the sounds that are coming out of it and so I think that's that's where you find the room for, you know, surprise and, and, uh, curiosity, even within things that you're like very, very deep in on knowledge-wise. <laughs>
0: I love um, that. That's really cool.
2: A uh, question in regards to like, when you were starting this, of course, with Andy, are there any pedals that you took inspiration from where your starting point was?
1: Uh, no, which I think is, Maybe interesting. I don't know if it is. No, it is. For me, it is.
2: (laughs) Uh, Because
1: I think normally you would use pedals as kind of a jumping off point. Like if you look back to um, like screen violence, they like churches kind of had a list of, you know, here were some devices we were using while we were recording. So here's some ideas of the sounds we like and that we would want to you know put into one pedal. Or, like, uh, you know, with Calamity Drive, it was like I had done mm. some, you know, I had used some different overdrives and was like, I want it to be kind of like this, but then also like this, but in one box. Uh, and then with Float, it was less about this pedal, but different, and more about just like, how do we execute? all of these ideas together. And I think that was just because I wasn't familiar with very many filter pedals. Uh, we did have the Death by Audio Evil filter was one that like Andy had referenced of just like it's a really great sounding fixed filter. Nice. Um, and we had one at the shop as well. So I guess I did play around with that. And I, like I've played some envelope filters in the past. But yeah, I didn't feel like there was any particular specific reference point
2: yeah I I asked this because I know in of course with the screen violence you and I talked about like the dimension c and how that at least Mm -hmm. with the screen side there's some kind of you know because I did the whole thing where I did dimension c into screen violence and it's just you're going into another dimension at that point but uh, I appreciate (laughs) you adding adding the fact that dimension c was one of the things that uh, influenced or inspired you on that screen side
1: yeah, it's the the way that it does the the chorus yeah. is their LFOs are flipped, or phase flipped from each other, and so it creates a super wide stereo spread. Uh, so yeah. the same idea on screen violence is that the um, it's a different, it's like a different wave shape, a different vo- you know, voicing and everything, but yeah, that of idea of if you flip the phase, of the LFO suddenly it's sounds way wider uh and almost like with the dimension i think their goal was for it to be a motionless chorus so you like wouldn't hear the lfo move you would just get a sense of width you do Mm -hmm. still hear the lfo move a little bit but it does it's less like i guess wobbly sounding than a traditional chorus and so yeah we that was kind of where the inspiration got pulled for for just the width of screen side. That's really cool.
2: It's great. Yeah, that's what I said. Like, as far as like, since I got screen files, I'll keep gushing about that pedal, just, you know, (laughs) uh, since I got it. Because (laughs) honestly, like... Since I added it to my board, because my pedal order, like the top row, I have two rows. The first row is mono. The second row typically is like my stereo workhorses. They were pretty stagnant. They don't move much. My bottom first row mono, I switch all the time. So the top row, I have Screen Violence going into Microcosm, going into Polymoon, and then Big Sky out stereo, that whole thing. Anytime I turn on Screen Violence... A lot of the time, everything else is off. It's just by itself. I love it by itself. The stereo signal coming out of that pedal is so lush and so lovely. Like I find myself going, "Okay, boys, you take the night off. It's just me and Screen Five <laughs> this night." <laughs> I love that pedal so much, mm-hmm. and I love that well, kind. I love that hear. kind of pedal. Like. Yeah, uh, I love that you went yeah. stereo recently like I again like you guys have done mono and just like with Screen Violence being one of your first stereo pedals and then of course now we have the float I really love and of course also we talk about the CBA uh, Gen Lost that's coming out and you guys are starting to explore the stereo and I am really appreciating it and there's some people that say I don't get why this whole stereo thing it's kind of ex- an experience unless you rig yourself to do it Like, you kind of don't understand it. I didn't before. Yeah, I used to have a mono board. And then, of course, once I went stereo, I was spoiled for the rest. (laughs) I was spoiled and then didn't want to go back. (laughs) So, yeah, like, so I appreciate some of you guys doing this, you know, stereo exploration. And they sound so good. It's like you guys have been doing it forever. But these are like your first ones. So thank you. This is awesome.
1: Well, that's amazing to hear. Yeah, I feel like it's... uh, I don't know. Yeah, I keep forgetting that it's monumentous that we're suddenly in stereo. Yeah, <laughs> that it is. is. That, it is. That, is a that does big serve feel. as like a, 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 a sort of a, a crossing point of like, a, yeah. all right, we're in new territory. But I think yeah, it has helped open up. Like, it's been fun learning about achieving interesting stereo effects because we don't just mm-hmm. want to be like, you know, oh well, here's a. I don't know. Here's, like it would be totally fine if we pong, had a yeah, yeah a ping pong delay or like a, yeah. a stereo dark star that's just like literally two next to each other and it sounds kind of the same. You know, something like mm-hmm. that is perfectly usable, cool stuff. But it was I feel like with float and with screen violence, at least it's been about like figuring out what makes stereo fun. So like yeah, that chorus trick with with screen violence or. Um, in, in float, I never think of it as a stereo pedal. I just think of it as like a two filter pedal because it's, you can use it in all kinds of ways. But then I felt like I kept having to be reminded, like I'm writing the press release and it's like, (laughs) call it a stereo filter. I'm like, oh right, that is cool. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then you start, you start to play with things like, like my favorite, um, or one of my favorite stereo things to do is, um, to sync the filters so they're moving at the same time, set them both to um, random. As I'm saying this, I'm realizing we may have done this in the Dan Explains It All, but I'll repeat it anyway. Um, no, it's set right, them yeah. both to the um, random wave shape and like min all the way down, max all the way up. So what'll happen is each filter will change at the same time, but they'll change to different cutoff frequencies. And if you're on headphones or you have like amps spread wide or something like that, it basically sounds like. The sound is moving around the room because it's going to be louder or quieter in one ear or the other, just depending on what random frequency it landed seven? on. Yeah. So you take a mono sound source and just suddenly bounce it around the stereo field, just with two two filters. You know, ultimately a very simple effect. You know, of just only so many lows over here, only a different amount of lows over here, and suddenly it's like the sound is bouncing around your head. Uh, yeah. So yeah, there's I- fun moments like that yeah unlock. i
2: love how the cutoff was that you could set the highs and lows based off of the cutoff depending on each mm-hmm. filter that's how you can control like how the signal kind of goes up and down like how the filter is itself like there's so much control like just again just me watching the demos um there is so much versatility in that pedal and so much possibilities mm-hmm. yeah uh
0: yeah so i think it would be a good place to take a break uh to say if you want to support the get offset podcast and youtube channel uh there are a few ways to do that uh you can support us on patreon at patreon.com slash get offset uh for as little as five dollars a month you get access to our exclusive discord server which is a very fun and helpful and safe place (laughs) i love that i love that group a lot um We also have merch at getoffsetpodcast.com slash merch. We have affiliate links for Sweetwater, Reverb, Perfect Circuit, um, and more. So if there's anything on those sites that you are interested in buying, please go to any of our podcast episodes, any of our YouTube videos and find that affiliate link. It costs you nothing extra, but it is a way to help support the channel. And of course, my favorite way to support Get Offset is to like, comment, subscribe, Leave a review. It's my favorite.
2: Subscribe, subscribe,
0: subscribe. <laughs> I was like, I, I wasn't looking at Joe's camera for a second. I was like, she's just doing that. <laughs> what is she doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, that's my spiel. And of course, please get the float. It's it's so it's so cool. Um, so, one of the questions I have is. Um, with the mostly around the routing of the float because if people don't know it is a stereo pedal but you can like wire it up in series you can do different kinds of things you get a stereo and stereo out mono in mono out has that made you maybe rethink some existing effects like the uh white cap perhaps
1: Mm. not so far, I would say so we're yeah, we're sort of in the zone of what, what we have on the table right now is um, just other other new things we're working on that aren't, you know, revisiting the older stuff. Um, but as we start to, you know, as we've started to explore stereo, that definitely I think it'll continue to inform future designs to a certain degree, but then eventually could inform, you know, like yeah some sort of deluxe white cap. Mm-hmm. something something you know so i can't say that it's informed anything currently but i'm sure it will <laughs> nice. uh, yeah it has yeah. definitely made me think about like just parallel modulations in general which i mean it's obviously something we've or i say parallel but just dual modulations expanded beyond just parallel and series because uh, obviously with things like white cap and black cap and visitor we love Uh, putting things together in parallel and we love that with float as well but with float you can open it up to you know series and and full stereo Um, so I think that's Dual like dual modulators or something that I just really love and so I'm sure we will continue to explore more in that realm Like one like on my board right now I have like a boss VB 2 and a therapy camouflage and I leave both of them on way more than I probably should Because a super soft vibrato into a super soft flanger and then just a touch nice. of delay or reverb to help like recourse a lot of those things is just such a beautiful sound and I kind of can't, can't stop doing it. So I'm like, I know we're going to keep doing more interesting things with modulation because I probably just won't be able to help myself. (laughs) No, no, I I totally understand. Don't help yourself. Yeah.
2: For me, it's always like when I talk about my channel and things like that. And I was like, if all you see me demo is like reverb delay and modulation, like that's my element. And I, again, slowly, but surely like old blood is obviously owning my pedal board because you guys mostly do that so obviously i gravitate to like things that have to do with modulation because i love anything that kind of takes like a dry signal and kind of either creates this like lfo kind of like you know lush kind of signal moves it around with texture um I mean, even with Maw and also Screen Violence, even in its max settings regarding like the reverbs, you have some kind of like either Sunlight or Dark Star Drag. That there's some kind of Old Blood Noise Endeavors, uh, other pedals that creep into other pedals that you guys release throughout. So I love that you carry that kind of theme throughout your pedals. Like some familiarity always crosses over in some way.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think there's ultimately a bit of just our tastes as old blood mm-hmm. just naturally inform things, you know, where it's okay. Okay. Here's a fresh delay reverb sound in, in the screen side of screen violence where, you know, start the algorithm from scratch. Okay. We're tuning this, we're doing that. And ultimately you end up with something that has hints of things like sunlight and dark star, because it's like, yeah, those are the sounds we like. <laughs> you know? So mm-hmm. it's, no, uh, it's interesting how those through lines don't have to be intentional. It's just, you know, kind of the same team of people, Working on things and having tastes kind of just show themselves naturally, I think is
2: it's fun to hear hear that from others
1: as well. Yeah, yeah,
2: Yeah. no, exactly. And I do kind of appreciate that because, again, you have something like a subtle setting. You know, if I go to mode mode one, one, then it's a a short short slap, but (sighs) then. I think the
0: part. oh my god that just that just really makes me think of the twilight zone episode little girl lost which is maybe the worst episode i think i've mentioned that in my demo but i hear that and i'm just like <laughs> there's that little girl in the walls who's actually being voiced by an adult woman
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: just like putting on a little clothes yeah it's exactly it dude that is literally exactly
2: it there's so much possibilities that you can do and again like putting it on your voice putting on a guitar like anything is possible but you have that drag that's always there that i love about like either dark star or sunlight where it can be almost like a freeze pedal in the scent
0: depending ah i'd like that in sunlight that was really one of the the neatest things i think um because i've always wanted a freeze pedal and just never got one and I'm like oh I have one now sick yeah the other thing on uh
2: both sunlight and also the maw that they can do is that with the long delays it can basically do the uh repeats in such a way that it doesn't do that you know Mm self-oscillation because for me I don't like my ears to bleed so the fact that it keeps a consistent volume level and it can just go on creating a texture forever that you can suddenly do stuff on top of oh my god I love that (laughs) I like os- I, I like
0: self oscillation. <laughs> you like it. You do you. <laughs> I like it. It's, it was really. I use that uh, self oscillation a lot um, with Sunday Crush. Like mm-hmm. uh, transition. Mm-hmm. It's really cool to use that to transition from one song to another without there being blank space, but it still gives everyone else a, a moment to like refigure whatever they're doing for Jenna to turn some totally. pedals on and off, you know, that kind of thing
1: we like to do that with uh, with mood uh, my my band plain speak both me yeah. and the other guitar player both have moods well i have one in my guitar <laughs> you <laughs> but do he has one on his board um and I love so that, <laughs> that was one thing we did like at a recent show where he was just like um it basically between songs, he would just kind of hit the mood and see what it spit back. And then that would just be the texture as we were tuning up, getting ready for the next thing and then, and then go. So it's fun to find, find those sounds that help you transition.
0: I've also done that with the mood. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I was like, well, okay, so there are a few different weird things I can do. Uh, I, so I just would, would I had a, a, very, a pretty semi-permanent board, but there were a few things that I would like swap in and out because I don't use a ton of delay in that band. So I was like, well, maybe I can use the mood in some other places and some other songs instead of just using it to self-oscillate between songs and stuff. Uh, and that was really fun. It was always, always different.
1: True. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what's what's fun about it. Yeah, it's, it's always going to surprise you, but it'll usually sound musical as long as you know,
0: as long as you're playing something musical. You
1: know. yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, of course, and it does. Uh, remember, you know, a,
2: a board is never really finished.
0: No, people who say whenever that's people say that, I'm like, you're lying to yourself, man. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
1: Just
2: for I always real. laugh.
0: I literally, I literally just put
2: "lol" as like a response. <laughs> I was like, "Ha ha ha! Sure, sip. <laughs> sure, it is." Yeah.
1: <laughs> My pedal board's finally done. Congratulations on this moment.
2: Yes, this version of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Meanwhile, someone else, like most this year, everyone has been releasing great pedals. So it's just been like, yeah, my pedal board is done. Yeah, until, hey, like, I, you know, somebody releases it. another pedal that yeah. you
0: need. <laughs> ah, <laughs> space bender. Damn it. That's going to sound so good. <laughs> yeah, Stone like chasing is never done. Yeah. Your work is never done. And yep, I'm assuming go wherever I'm assuming old blood noises work isn't isn't done um what do you have other things coming out this year that maybe you can tease it's okay if not
1: um e- uh, yes, that's mm. the tease yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're hoping to put something out um around the holidays like november ish or something where mm. there there's a thing that's that's roughly done artwork <laughs> is being worked on, but the sounds are there um so we've got we like I'm, I'm very thankful that we're now at the point where we have multiple things in the tank. So we can like right. we can approach float as like, OK, that's done. But when do we want to release it instead of like, mm-hmm. all right, we got to put something out. What's closest to, done? you know, and instead of having to scramble from a product development standpoint, it's like yeah. I can think of um, a couple different things that are really close to being done. One that we'll hopefully do later this year, maybe November mm-hmm. and then another probably earlier next year. You know, it, it kind of just depends on. Production marketing and yeah. all the all the various schedules you have to line of out, course. but yeah, there are there are some more things in the in the queue that uh, that's yeah, that's really all I can tease about them. But, sure,
0: uh, totally. We're, we're
1: working on more stuff.
0: So. <laughs> I'm really glad that you're in this place where there there are several things and you can like wait for a minute and find the right time to to actually release it versus rushing to get stuff out Uh, how long has that been the case is that a pretty recent development that you 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 have um just kind of almost like almost more security i guess
1: it's yeah i think it's something that (laughs) it's something we've wanted i mean probably from day one like i I joined old blood a year after they started um, so Uh, I I sometimes still feel like the company had this like long life before me, but it's like, Oh, I guess I've been with them for, let's see. So that was 2014. Yeah. So I've been with them for almost seven years. They've been around for almost eight years, but still in my head, I'm like, well, yeah, I can't speak for the long history before me, Uh, (laughs) but it feels like for as long as I've been there, at least like they, um, we've always wanted to, to be able to have more of a buffer and not be kind of scrambling. But I think especially in 2020, we had to really figure out, Um, because like the supply chain was not going to be forgiving. Um, the, there were even more elements that, you know, you look at knobs and it used to be like, okay, we have to, we have to be able to order these knobs two to three months out. So we have to make our, our color choices, you know, based on that. Now it's like, we have to order those knobs seven to eight months out. Mm. So it's, there's things like that, that just force you to push push further. And so yeah. we, we build in buffers and then we still sure. end up in scrambles around various things, you know, like, uh, I remember like Seth was like burning the midnight oil, getting that Dan explains it all. Oh. I had done for the float. Yeah. Uh, so I there's still things that end that. up yeah. being like, you know, uh, just, you know, uh, how are we going to make it? And, and then we do somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I think it's just something that we've been slowly getting better at and being kind of forced to get better at. But yeah, this year feels like the first year where we like this was the first time, for example, where we said float's pretty much done. Screen violence is pretty much done. So what do we focus on first? And then we'll do the next one a couple months after. Mm-hmm. I don't remember another time when we've been able to make that choice. And then to also in that same meeting go, okay, and then probably this thing later this year. And then this other thing next year to start. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a fairly new thing just over the last maybe you know a year or two but yeah, yeah sounds it sounds like a good thing definitely feels good yeah, yeah. uh
0: speaking yeah, of churches was- can you tell us a little bit about how that collaboration happened because i i love that band sure, so much yeah. it was so exciting to see them get like a signature pedal
1: yeah it was that was a, a pretty exciting thing for sure um they yeah so i guess they uh like had been been using some of our pedals and they uh had been working on an album and thought you know what if we what if we put out a pedal like related to the album you know what if we we um in conjunction with the release of the album and the touring and everything could put out a, a guitar pedal because it was something they had been geeking out on a little extra this this time around you know um and so i guess they were just fans of old blood and had their management reach out and brady said yeah let's let's talk so i think that was maybe uh, like july or august of 2020 wow. when we first talked about it um is that right? Yeah, that's. I think that's yeah, the case. So I guess that one yeah. dates back a, well, a long way as well. Um, just to, from an idea standpoint of like, what you know, what might this look like? Are we all interested? You know, um, and so that was the meeting I, I left from where I had kind of notes on. You know, they were naming different devices that had inspired them and, and their sounds, um, and so we sort of picked up that project on and off as as time allowed and as it made sense. And then the album finally came out. You know. Uh, August of last year you know kind of late late summer early fall last year uh, and that that kind of pushed it into okay this we're going to start really really working on on this now Um, and yeah we're able to to get it out there and yeah, it's still. I'm still like, oh wow, I get to work with churches on something. <laughs> I get to help them craft a signature sound. Yeah, uh, you know, having loved their their music already, and then hearing Screen Violence the album and going, oh, this is even better. And <laughs> that's know? one but, of the <sighs> things that
0: was so cool about it to me was that immediately people can't be like, ah, you can't use this musically on stage. I'm like, well, yeah, you can. People have. Yeah. <laughs> people always yeah. say that about yeah. weird pedals. I got that comment on uh, the Space Bender. Someone was like, You couldn't use this live. I'm like, Well, actually, a few bands have had it on their board for a few months. So obviously, you can. Maybe you can't.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's it to so like yeah. a personal problem. But <laughs> I always tell people they're limited by their own creativity. And it's fine yes. to have like some limitations yes. <laughs> yeah, like that. But it's like when people said, uh would say like the habit for example is like that's an unusable pedal live i'm like i disagree i think that you can absolutely use that live um i can think about exactly how i would use it live shit i might put it on my board for this country show just to just because i can, <laughs> I can. just use it as your
1: slap back yeah, a slap back yeah. with, the,
0: with like the slide making just a little bit weirder yeah, yeah. Almost. Because yeah. like yeah, when I was at Guitar House, we, we, we all came with our some settings that we liked. And Ryan Burke um, commented that the, the, the one that I picked, which was essentially like a slapback with some slide and some kind of interesting things happening that made it not just a slapback. He was like, that sounds very much like Les Paul, like Les Paul recordings and uh, Mary Ford. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I can that's nice. probably what I was listening to when I was cueing that one in. You got me.
2: And that's that's one of the things we talked on another uh podcast before this in one of the other episodes, in which I really do appreciate uh having pedals that come out, uh not only like what you did with screen violence with churches, but also that the album you've been recording with your band Plain Speak. Um You have these pedals that are instrumental to the sound of an album. You know, you have these people like, oh, yeah, I would just slap your name on a pedal. Like, no, but like if you really want the sound of an album like here, you can have this pedal to obviously in your own creative endeavors. You like the sound like uh, Church's album, like the first track. I can definitely hear screen violence in that first track so much. I mean, there's – I really do hope that people start moving in this way and by the example you guys are setting of, yeah – pedals and recording albums together like this is kind of a sound that you two can own and create similar sounds as opposed to everybody in these forums figuring out how did they get this sound like hey don't worry about it we got this figured out for you here it is (laughs) here is my tone Uh, in
0: a box (laughs) (laughs)
2: exactly so speaking of which i know you guys have been working on it but uh do you know as far as like when the album's releasing that you've been doing what's plain speak
1: yeah. Um, so we actually, I th- I'm hoping we can set a date like this week because we, okay. um, we just got the masters back a week ago yeah, yeah. Uh, and they sound amazing. I'm very excited <laughs> about it. Um, and yeah, so I think we're, we're aiming for just like a couple months from now because because we, now we're in that zone of like, yeah. okay, this is, we love the way this sounds. We want to share it with people. Uh, yeah. So we just need to kind of get ducks in a row on, you know, yeah. all the, the stuff that has to happen between now and, and a release day and like set up, set up a, a release show for it and all that. But, yep. um, yeah, it should be soon. So um, I'm I'm very excited about that. No, Hopefully I look forward we'll to listening.
2: Yeah, a, I look forward we're to We're aiming it.
1: to put out a single like toward the end of Our, next month, this month. It's okay. not August yeah. yet. Toward the end of August. Uh, it'll, <laughs> hey, be August the we'll it'll be
0: August it. when this comes out.
1: Well, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> end of the month.
0: Um, are you trying to put it out on vinyl as well?
1: Uh, we're hoping to. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've been uh, talking with somebody local who's oh, um, who kind of helps helps bands uh, put out put out vinyl. Yes. Um, and so we, yeah, I can't say it's definitely happen, happening, but I can say we're all interested in making it happen. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that's, it's it's. I'm, I'm always I'm a bit of like a uh, you know I'll 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 believe it when I see it. I'm excited yeah. about it, but I don't want to get too excited just in case. Yes, but we do yeah. we do hope to. Yeah, yeah, vinyls. I know how like,
0: that is. Kind of like we were talking about knobs. Uh, that used to be like two to three months, and you'll have your record and now it's like nine months to a year if if someone's even Mm. taking on new work we've heard um we worked with furnace to uh put out our records for sunday crush um and they were great first of all uh really great but i i think they might not be taking work right now unless you've previously made a record with them just because everybody wants vinyl and then you have really major artists who this is not like bashing them for releasing on vinyl but when adele wants her record on vinyl they know they're going to need to order a lot of copies and that really did a number on a lot of smaller artists who wanted to release on vinyl because as far as i know nobody is making the machines right now that press vinyl they're just trying to refurb old machines as fast as they can Mm -hmm. which isn't always possible because when I lived in Nashville United record pressing was the largest record pressing plant in the country, and I got to go on a tour of it once when they still did those um and it wasn't wasn't that big, there weren't that many machines, and they talked about how like you you hope to maybe find new old old machines and refurb them, but it's not always a guarantee it's just tough, wow, yeah, yeah. No, like everything has a really long lead time. Like uh, when I
2: recorded some music with a music project, which was Beneath Velvet Skies, we recorded, uh, like sent it a demo at about 2020, like July. And we went in the studio to record it about September. It wasn't until like April 2021 that those were coming out, you know, uh, as far as it. It takes time to, like, produce and master music. We had, like, two, you know, singles, but it took about a year for them to come out. So everything is a process. It makes it more impressive
0: to me that, like, back in the 60s, there used to be answer songs a lot on country music, and they'd be charting at the same time. Like, someone would release, (laughs) he has to go he'll have to go. And then someone would, re- a woman would release a song called he'll have to stay. That was like <laughs> a direct response to that clearly, and they'd be on the, in the top 10 at the same time. Like they could, they could do that that's back then. Amazing. And in here we are in a world where you can pretty much instantaneously release whatever you want. And that's e- extremely rare that you have answer songs. Sometimes you'll be like, okay, California girls was an answer to New York state of mind and stuff like that. But nothing so fast and they can both be hits but they won't not at the same time yeah <laughs> that's amazing um yeah
1: it's strange yeah. yeah
0: so we're we're coming up on about an hour um Dan is there anything else you really want people to know about screen violence or anything else you've been working on the calamity drive float um
1: yeah, I guess we, we didn't talk about the calamity, calamity drive very much, yeah, but yeah, please, that's please. basically a, um, Deuce. it's an overdrive <laughs> I fully made for myself, um, <laughs> uh, just out of pure interest of like v- a variety of kind of boutique overdrives. And like the, mm-hmm. I like when they're kind of transparent, but also when they're kind of mid focused and also when they do kind of like a high mid thing that you can kind of mix. It. And so basically I just like designed one for my own use cases and then ended up using it a lot with while plain speak was in the studio, um, in like December and January, we were recording the stuff that's, that's coming out hopefully in a couple months. Um, and so we thought, well, you know, we're trying to think of ways to kind of like fund the album making process because we are just, you know, we're just a little DIY band. And we thought, what if we put out a pedal? Is that weird? No. <laughs> you know? So then no. I, go to, I no. go to Brady and Seth like, hey, I kind of want to put out a pedal. Like, don't worry, this is not me starting my own company. I just, <laughs> this is a drive that I meant just for me, but then we thought it's really good and it was super yeah. useful to us in the studio. Um, so I think we'll make a, you know, we'll make a run of them. Uh, so yeah, so that's something that you can, you can buy from us now. No, uh, kind of support the, the album making process.
0: Nice. <laughs> awesome. That's so cool. That's <laughs> on my list right uh, sure.
1: so smart. yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: I I, then, I have a, I have a long list. <laughs> it's yeah, on my list, yeah, though. I, I know. We, yeah, I, like I know Float. I know Black Fountain. I know, obviously, the Calam- Calamity Drive for sure. Um, I definitely. I remember you mentioned uh, some of the backstory of how the Goose part of the pedal was named. Could you
1: talk oh, a little yeah. bit about that? <laughs> well, yeah. So that was. Um... You know, just me with a label maker having fun with names so that one of the things is in that pedal is that there's a switchable boost section that's just a, a big clean boost was the original idea for it. But then when I was voicing it, I ended up making it. It's like kind of a dirty boost, like it clips a lot more easily than you would expect from a clean boost. And so as I was labeling it for myself, I was like, I don't know, it's boost sounds kind of boring. And the whole thing is like it's meant to to hit other sections harder to make them distort more and also distort a little on its own. Uh, so it's kind of like goosing, whatever comes after it. So I'll just call it goose. <laughs> and then when, uh, when my bandmate Ben and I, uh, were, uh, approaching, you know, actually putting it out. Uh, so he, he has also done like the artwork for the album. And so he designed it. I'm excited for people to see the album art because when you see the pedal, it hint, it kind of hints at what the album is going to look like as well. So you'll see the cohesion across those two. Good. Uh, and so when he was working on that album art, he, he was like, do we, did we decide, do we want to keep goose or change it to boost? And I was like, goose is really fun and silly. And it reminds me of like playing untitled goose game oh, with my wife. And, like, my husband and
0: I play it, it all the time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so it's I love just that like game. it's
1: so many positive associations, right. but also like it's not super clear, you know, maybe we just call it boost. And That's he was like, now. No, we go, we go the silly the silly route. We we call it goose. Yeah, so it's always. a goose, it's a goose switch and a goose knob that is just the volume for the goose section. Uh and then he he said later, like uh um he also calls his dog Lucy uh, he, he and his partner like call call her Goose sometimes. And so that, so she was like, she saw the pedal for the first time and was like, Is that about Lucy? And he was like, yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I, I like to think yeah, so. Sure. But no, I don't know, know what the response was, but it's <laughs> no, basically no, no. like, No, All but roads. also, Yes, at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> sure.
0: Uh, <laughs> Speaking of dogs, no, house, olive.
1: Oh, she's doing great. Yeah, she's, you know. Let's see. The door is closed and she's not in the room, so right. she can't barrel in here right now, but yeah, she's she's great. She's, she's excellent. a good girl. Yeah. I told mm-hmm. you my
0: niece's name is Olive. Did I tell you that?
1: Oh, I I forgot no. that. I yeah. I, yeah. It's good <laughs> It is a good name. It's <laughs> a biased. not bad.
0: Uh, cool. Uh, we've been talking for about an hour, so that might be a good place to wrap it up. Um, of course, for everyone out there, please go check out Old Blood, Noises, pedals. Uh, I always yes. suggest you buy directly from independent builders when you can, but if there's anything else in the world that you want, please consider using the affiliate links in the video or podcast show notes, description, whatever. Always greatly appreciated. Um, thank you to everyone who does that, <laughs> including whoever bought a $400 guitar the other day on Sweetwater. Thanks. thanks. <laughs> <Big> <laughs> thank ups. you. Whoever that was. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Dan, thank you so much for coming on. This has been a lot of fun and we learned so much about this incredible, powerful pedal and I'm so happy God. to know more about it.
1: Well, thanks so much for, for having me. It was a, uh, it's, it's been a busy summer of pedal releases. So it was nice to get to kind of talk about all of them and, and especially on the, yeah, on the tale of float, finally being out after so long yeah it's a a fun week so i'm glad glad i could join you both on.
0: awesome uh joe is there anything else you want to want to say shout out Uh, I mean, I'm just going to shout out again that uh, August
2: 6th on the Saturday, 3 p.m. is pretty much what I'm uh, announcing. The Maw demo is finally coming out after all this time. I know I've been talking about it forever. You're tired of me talking about it. Uh, But it really is actually happening. (laughs) Um, August 6th at 3 p.m. the premiere is going to be. I hope you guys will be in the live chat I really will be excited to see anybody's reaction to this because that's really what the fun is. The reaction and the hype and pretty much the uh, shock of like how this is uh, going to be received by people with the character. And not only that, but the way the Maw is demonstrated also in the house band, I did do the dry, wet out of the XLRs. So I really do like that fact that I can actually put dry in the left and in the right have the effects that way in which they both kind of in separate uh, channels. I really did like that and I really never had a, an experience. Kind of a way to experience that before the Maw and in the exploration of once I got to the house band of like, okay, I haven't seen anyone demo this pedal in such a way that they would do cable out Mm -hmm. or, you know, just kind of that way. Uh, Let me do it in the XLR out as as if somebody was doing to two amps. I'll go direct, you know, with the condenser. But like, let me see how that may come out and i'm also going to release the house band song which is the uh comfort is a lie Uh, i'll be releasing that separate i've had a little bit more time to work on the mix of that which is apart from youtube uh so that one will be more of like uh, the same day I'll release that as well on my Bandcamp, Joan of Heart. And, uh, again, I look forward to everybody experiencing that. Um, obviously I look forward to the both of you finishing it off and obviously letting me know how much fun you guys had. And, uh, that's pretty much, uh, what's up with me. Uh, I'm taking like a little bit of a short break before I go into the next demo. I have <laughs> a new it. character. <laughs> Yeah, I have a, I have a new character that's going to make it a lot easier for me to demo anything. Um, I know what I, it is. Uh, <laughs> if you know my Instagram, which I'm most active on more than TikTok, it's more of like I post to Instagram and then I'll kind of post to TikTok. Um, but... One of the other elements, I guess, of the Petal Playhouse is uh, my cat, Figaro. He's very much like Freddy uh, Percury. Like, he very much is the reason why I have to go direct. Otherwise, you all would get Easter egg meows all the time. Like, he very much wants to be... I know you do. <laughs> he very much wants to be a part of the musical process always. Like I go on my live streams, I'll pick him up and he'll be like, oh, there's, there's things going on here. Okay, I'm done. Like I'll put him down. Um, but I figured the best way to free up and to make demos a little bit quicker if I animated my cat Figaro. So not only will I, you know, create a voice, you know, for him, uh, but also I'll be able to un un unlock that, uh, gamer cat lady award, <laughs> crazy cat yeah. lady award. I'll be able to unlock, you know, in life. Um, so I'll be able to really demo anything and he'll be my counterpart that I can kind of, uh, you know, help me explain either, you know, guitars or pedals that don't have, you know, art that I can animate. They're more like text, um, and other things that, you know, don't facilitate me creating a character for, I figured that would be a quick way he's already done. He's already ready to be, you know, added into demos. So that's pretty much going forward. If it's not a pedal that I can animate the art for, I think that'll be a good way for me to do that is including my cat as an animated
0: character. Nice. Thanks. Uh, yeah. So my husband's trying to tell me to eat, remind me to eat because I haven't eaten yet today. Um, you do. I probably should. Really. <laughs> um, but Dan, is there anything, any last thing you want to shout out or say?
1: Uh, no. Yeah. Just just thanks again. Um, yeah. Go buy some old blood petals. For sure. We work hard on them. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, everybody out there, thanks for watching. Thanks for, under- Thanks for understanding. I was like, yep. who's going to do it? Who's going to do it? <laughs> That's my job. Thanks for watching. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for understanding. Until next time, my name is Emily.
2: I'm doing a part.
0: Goodbye. Bye bye. All right.